30 metre line, they're going to take it, they're going to take it soon. Pierce to the 30, they run for a try now. It's come down to Graham, back to the middle, it's found Minicello, a long range shot for Manassa. He's got it! Oh, what a kick! He got a kick! Thanks very much for tuning into the Irish NRL show. I'm delighted to be joined yet again by the Tash. How are you, mate? All good? Not too bad, not too bad. Survived the first yeah, weekend. I did, yeah. Uh, just sore head maybe watching the game on Sundays um, from my, on my behalf. The voice is a little bit croaky, but we'll get through it. Um, Sexy. Yeah. Any talking points, anything that interests you, particularly over the weekend? No, quiet. It's great to see the rugby back, though. Something to watch. Yeah. Except it's early, early starts. Yeah, well, the clocks go back for the last time ever, I think, shortly. And then. Is it for yeah. the last time? Scrap. You talk to the people. They're not going to go, go oh, forward or back ever yeah. again. Give us two hours more. And then that's Just, yeah, two, two hours more in bed. I'd be happy. Um, Grants, we're kicking in. Kicking in. Um, round one reviews. <laughs> First game, Thursday, Penrith versus Manly. I see 28-6 to Penrith. And I suppose the machine keeps churning. Um, Sean O'Sullivan, I suppose we touched on it during the previews, is a brilliant signing. Took over Jerome and Nathan over the course of the season. He didn't really miss a beat, to be fair. Kind of good. He come through that system at Penrith and then had to go off to Sydney and then was it New Zealand? It was in New Zealand. Well... Central Coast there. last year, I suppose, to New Zealand. Central Coast Warriors. Mm. Um, so probably a, a big day for him personally, being a been a local junior. Manly, it's the same kind of issues they had last season. They like they're brilliant against say four down, but they just can't compete with the big three of Melbourne, Penrith, and the Roosters. We be hoping. Um, same kind of showing as well like the kind of competitive in parts Pemmert really showed the roadmap as to how to absolutely nullify Turbo and just kick the corners and just brilliant brilliant line speed and I thought he was fairly ineffective what I thought was great if it, I think the ref might pick it up a few times they were all aiming at mm. Turbo like everyone that was Mark or something they were all like I have Turbo I have Turbo you could hear it the whole way through the game like so it was a real way of, of really nullifying them. Even like at least everyone knows who he has, like and or someone has him all the even time. The like. kicks were did like Sab's corner the whole time. Mm, so. Yeah, which was a bit strange. He's the biggest man in the field. Yeah, but he's big. He's not great. Like I know it was under pressure, wise. like but uh, um, big height. Yeah, but not known yeah, for being a tackle buster. Deadly under yeah, the ball. Like, um, yeah, and I suppose. Like Pemmert just seem to be they are like machine like they're just seem to have like ultimate confidence in their their system I think it was 18 minutes before they scored the first try but they've just been constantly hammering for those 18 minutes and they never no 18 but they got two disallowed yeah, tries didn't they they never got frustrated before they, they got the no no they just kept, kept on going, going at them kept like on plugging like ultimate kind of confidence that their structure is going to wear any side down 
Like halftime score of 12 6 to Penrith was kind of unfair to them. Manly, obviously, that breakaway try mm-hmm. just before half time. But they never really get it through, like, too worried about it, basically. And Manly are probably left, argue, arguably, like, left left to ruin not recruiting better in the summer. I think we touched upon it. Like, they only bought in uh, Eden Boulamore. Um, I thought they probably needed to bring one or two more in um, to that squad. It's just. Uh, it was unfair, kind of how good Penrith were on the weekend. I thought, and I've and little, gonna put a little bit of flavour onto my reviews. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring in a, a random stat to kind of just for oh, the, the men who love stats. the stats that we listen to this and women. Um, but the Panthers led the league in post-contact meters this weekend. Eight hundred and three post-contact meters. Second was the Knights with six hundred nineteen one. And 44 tackle breaks joint with the Raiders. So that's like, they're crazy numbers. 803 post contact meters and 44 tackle breaks. It kind of tells you all you need to know. They just had by far the lion's share of possession and Manly just couldn't turn the tide. You kind of have to play the perfect game to beat Penrith. I don't think. Mm. I think, I'll throw one back to you now. I'll just give you a scenario. Losing, losing, uh, what Nathan, like at the weekend, wasn't much in effect because you're shown. What about uh, Yo? If they lost Yo, that'd be a massive. I think it'd be worse than me. Yeah, I, just the way he dictates and the shape around him all the time. Like, I think he's a he's a far more influential player. Like, I know what's it like. Nathan is Nathan. Like, he's untouchable. Like, he's going to be put down as one of the greatest players to ever play the game. I think. But just in their shape and their team, I think Yao is is very very important. If he goes down, yeah, I think they're gonna they're struggling. He's bit. a real kind of almost a throwback. Um, loose forward is in like before like so much of the game used to go through the loose forward. That kind of changed kind of just with just general coaching and stuff like that, and it became more, I suppose, hooker and kind of half dominant. And then the fullback obviously became more and more important. But in terms of link up yeah, play, yeah. he's just phenomenal. So yeah, yeah, I, I think. Uh, yeah, you've probably hit the nail on the head. Like all their attacking sets come off yeah. him. Like we'll start with him. Like I don't think they have anyone, anyone to I sub in to bridge that no, gap. Like it was great to see Lee Martin out there putting in the shots and stuff like that. But then, like all I was thinking is, if Yao goes down, like who do they have after that? Yeah, I don't know what to have anyone. It'd be interesting Lee to Martin, see. Like, I don't think just just doesn't have that skill set. I, I rate Lee Martin, but I don't think he has. That no, skill no, no, no. Like he's a big. Like he's just solid in contact, solid running. Like, but ball skills are not as as crisp as Yao. Like, so it'd be interesting to see like when the state of origin comes around and all that. Who who fills that role? Like, be fair. Uh, argument maybe did you push William kick out back to Lucy? Hmm. Yeah, and he's gone mm. at the end of the year. But look, they've they've some pathway in Penrith. <laughs> like the school has really done. Yeah, you'd like their academy is something else. So, I think it's like a pin in Penrith and Manly for now. Um, next game, not I'm trying to gonna be trying to be as unbiased as I can be here. Yeah, yeah, cool, 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 yeah. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Canberra versus Granola, twenty four nineteen Canberra. I suppose there'll be kind of some some slight concerns for both sets of fans the old hoodoo for Canberra have not been able to put games away reared its head for the Raiders again obviously led 18-6 at half time before trailing by the minimum until about f- four minutes to go until 
Hudson Young crashed over. Arguably, uh, I won't say this because I'm biased, but arguably the try of the weekend. Um, in terms of uh, like importance, I love that like importance, trail yeah, line yeah. that Jack White run, that kind of decoy line he ran as well. Um, look, probably a bit poor defensively, but yeah, look, I was thoroughly screaming into my work emails um, when that went across. So uh, they work from home, boys. Uh, for the Sharkies, I suppose it's just poor set completion. There was kind of fears pre-season that the halfback pairing is effectively it's too many broke into first grade at fullback. So by extension, are always gonna be running halves. Um, in Milan and Hines, and it, it kind of looked like that. The kicking game was poor. They there's a lot of like fifth tackle. Uh, fifth tackle set options were very poor um, and tackle on the last tackle as well I think I think um, Heinz gets caught with the ball too much at mm. four tackle whereas and then there's no one really to take over you've seen him a few times realising it and trying to ship it like a little like a little soft ball because he's realising that he has to be on the fifth tackle leg so I think that's going to take a bit of time for him to get used to that he can't be on the ground on four tackle Expect to be out in position. Yeah, and then what, what I was also going to say is like in preseason, including the All Star game, that didn't seem to be an issue. It's why I suppose why you never read too much into preseason form. But I do think of the two of them, Nico probably has the most potential to become that more game controlling half. I just we we've seen Matt Moylan, we know what he is at this stage. Um obviously a nightmare first shift for Craig Fitzgibbon a late withdrawal with COVID and stuff like that so you can't you feel you sorry, feel for, sorry him. for him um, we did predict I suppose both sides to finish bottom of the eight and I didn't see much out there to dissuade me from that opinion like I do think the Sharks are going to get better as the comp goes on Fitz he's a great coach um, mm. a big key for us is maybe how quick we can get Jamal Fogarty back um, but there was some good glimpses um, led the league and here's my stat for this game so the oh. Raiders had a league high 18 dummy half runs but what's interesting about that fact is the first man from the Raiders on the list of dummy half runs is Matt Tomoko with three so very much yeah so very much shows it wasn't Tommy I read that fact and I that stat and I was like that's Tommy Starling coming into the game early, mm. but no, it wasn't even. It was, it was Matamoko. Um, but more impressive for me is 23 offloads, 10 more than the second best side in the game in the league that this weekend was the West. But the but a league high 13 handling errors, so it shows the type of game yeah, we're trying to play. Yeah, yeah, you don't know, um, it, which is good, and it, it it's playing to our strengths, which is a very strong running half in Jack White. Well, they walk a fine line with your offloads and your and your errors. Yeah. Like, you have to accept one yeah, and the other. They like. kind of go hand in hand. So, yeah, yeah. look, happy start. Anyway, I'll hand you over now for Brisbane Souths. So, oh, Brisbane Souths. So it was 11-4 to the Broncos. The Broncos came out firing from the start. I think Payne Haas and uh, Carrigy had serious combination up the middle like one would carry crash a few Hass at night try and offload it or get a quick play of the ball carry you go again and who's the next ball Hass again which is 
I don't know how he's going to keep it up like has the meters he's running like it's ridiculous like uh, 6-4 at half time uh, Albert Kelly now intercept ran 8 meters which was a handy enough good pressure good D and then Josh Mansour uh, scoring on that left hand side like it was vintage Rabbitohs like just a quick play the ball down that side uh, Oates uh, touched down on the 50, 51st minute and then the Earl Capewell drop goal to seal the game off which was spectacular and uh, the Broncos looked impressive the whole way through the, compared to the trials like where where is this team in the trials like their defence their attitude like the talent all over the park was was ridiculous like and uh, with Reynolds to come back next week it'll be interesting I know he's sitting down uh, his son and going with Kelly in the half so that'd be good to see like see what way I think they were always going with Kelly the it's the partnership playing. they worked on most in the off season so to yeah to in the off season like um, the Rabbitohs I think they're finding the impact of losing Reynolds and Gagay on the and field Bennett and then and up upstairs like and uh, I think Elias Elias struggled the whole game like he didn't run he didn't run much ball in the first half and then a few sloppy plays in the second half which just didn't say that but I thought out of your leaders on the field in Walker and Cook Elias as she. Oh, especially yeah. You're talking about the fact that this yeah. is his first start, like, so you, you're hoping Walker and Cook can can push on, like, and be the leaders they're supposed to be. But I just think if it falls down to him, it, it, they're going to be in trouble. That. Just on the pain has aspect. If it wasn't for pain, if it What's wasn't for pain has, here's my <laughs> stat. If it wasn't for pain has, I would be ranked bottom on the NRL fantasy, uh, and that's including <laughs> the fella who didn't even pick a team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah Jesus no I thought like from from the trials I wasn't getting them much but then after that game you start to rethink where we put them in our, in our pre-season look, don't focus on the bad so, takes only focus on the good takes move on <laughs> only good takes yeah 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 no uh, uh, next game shock alert was the Roosters and the Knights the biggest shocker in the whole place Um didn't take long uh, for Kiri to make an impact first five minutes to made a break uh, Winger went made a break from the 20 or something like that who was backing up Kiri inside him little ball over the top to, to, to Teddy straight over the straight over for a quick score except it was pulled back because Connor Watson was in the ruck or something like that but uh, it was nice to see vintage owl uh, roosters coming through you thought after seeing that you're like yes come on let's go but then after that it all went downhill I think they got bullied. The Knights, the Knights pack just bullied them all day, and then you have the likes of Brad and Best and all them boys at the back. Like, I feel Clifford and Clune really stepped up, took the pressure out of Ponga. Like, there's a few times there the try, the first try, I think all five of them touched the ball before it went over. So you had like and Kurt Mann as well. Like, is a great option, and then I think it was was it when uh, Hargreaves came in first carry and Kurt Mann level him he's about as level. heavy as I am <laughs> like and just level him under it it was a real a statement of intent like and we knew that the Roosters were in trouble then if they weren't going to get that front ball a few silly errors like trying to push the ball got Clifford in for a try then between the two the two uh, front rows like trying to just stupid like two metre fucking passes like and and uh, the third try came off uh, away with Passy. That's the Clifford one. 
then Dominic Young scored in the corner again for the 4-3 uh, Mamoroski pulled one back at the end but sure the damage is done then like. yeah you'd want I'm not panicking about the no. Roosters like oh it's only the first God. game Robinson came out and said look if, if nobody really played like Teddy didn't play a trial Kiri didn't play a trial so that's big big like them that Gagai try was very so, to that school like as well but like how <laughs> like if you looked at that and you're going like if Division 3 the but, man could have caught that because he was unbeaten like, someone who never watched the other round and you're like this is potentially yeah. the best the greatest position. player <laughs> full back yeah, that's, that's played yeah. and him there looking at it going I don't have it and it just I have it, have it, have it. now um, the ground looked hard and all that like so fair enough but it was so unlike him like I said Gaga would be somebody for the night it really just his his meters really showed a difference like how big of a loss like, he is going back to the game the night before well, yeah well it just shows you like he puts on the Maroon jersey he's a different player he puts on the nice jersey he's a different player as well like he's gone back to when, before he went to the Rabbitohs like just his meters and his and his defense like he's something else and with best on the other side they're going to be yeah, weak, you also wonder what him if best can stay if best can stay injured wonder what like, what impact is, Andrew Johns is having in the background as well well I think it was a big impact like I think he he uh, he only came in the trials or the preseason as a con, uh, like a, a consultant, and then he signed on. Then when the season came, so he's there now for the whole season. Like the old adage of like don't overreact to <laughs> first game of the season. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, we're going Premiership again. <laughs> we're back. We're better back, than man. Lego. That's what I hear. Better than Lego. That's so to be drunk in a car <laughs> or something. <laughs> uh, one one talking point I think is the HIA problem. Uh, Radley. Yeah, I I know he fell, but as soon as he fell on his back, he put his hands on his head, and he put his knees up. The doctor took five minutes to get him off the field, and classes the grade one, which is you're not returning to the field, as in you're unconscious, wobbly legs or whatever. And Robinson came out and said that it was a neck injury that got him out off the field. Yeah, like it's these independent doctors are not on site as well, so they can't be. They can't look at the assessment when they bring him in underneath the the stadium, like, which is a big problem. I think well. there's a, and then the same with butcher as well. It was a butcher that went off as well. He was his neck injury. The two of them are named in this team the weekend. There's, Robinson named a bit of the like trial and error with this new system. Like, is in last season it was the club doctors. The club doctors asked for the system. Mm. Bear that in mind. They didn't like yeah, being yeah, the middleman. Yeah. Well, it was the NRL that that did like the coaches pushed like it's their own fault yeah, really. I think they need like, like the video ref is brilliant I like that aspect of it they're watching it and they can make decisions but they have to be talking with the doctor on the field and there has to be a doctor there to do the yeah, sideline yeah, assessment yeah. because or even yeah but even a video assessment like let the doctor look at the assessment down underneath like the, the dressing room like it's sort of like a, a, in like you know the way there's there's cameras in the dressing rooms like just something like that that they can he can assess it as well like yeah like the way it would be is like this video ref is only just looking to see he needs to go off for HIA and then the HIA yeah yeah and you don't class yeah, the, grades, the HIA yeah. is done don't say grade one that he cannot come back like before even the assessment is done like yeah which is I think it was ridiculous I think it will uh, be tweaked though I think it was just round one 
yeah I think it, it's more teething problems than anything like because he's up in the bunker like but I think I think calling it straight away from a grade one two or three before he even goes in next door to do an assessment I think it's a bit it's a bit uh, and look it may be an interpretation of the rules like if if if, if someone if someone gets knocked out and they're having a seizure on the side of the pitch that's a grade one like there's no yeah or you there's another one that you fall forward and you don't protect yourself but that's a knockout so they, like I know they're doing it in the union that if there's two or three small things in the video if, if you fall forward and you don't protect yourself you're gone straight away if you if you are unconscious on the field you're gone straight away so it could be just a little bit of tweaking just to see because as soon as Radley hit the ground he was up he was holding his head and he had his legs up like for someone to be knocked out and not move okay but the fact that he hit the ground hit his back on the ground like and w- went to protect himself like as in went oh what hit me there like it didn't he didn't there was no HIA you know? yeah, I think it's going to be a talking point for the first few rounds and then they'll tweak it and common sense will prevail they'll probably change the rules completely right before Magic Weekend like they did last year <laughs> like they did yeah, yeah. harsher <laughs> uh, yeah no good to move on yeah no, that's oh, okay next yep. fixture Warriors Dragons 28-16 St. George strange 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 game Um ultimately the Dragons kind of bossed the opening and closed in 20 minutes and everything else in between was the Warriors um, we talked up uh, Channel Harris Tavita up all pre-season and he's an absolute waste of fullback he just doesn't have the same impact in the game really 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 was like disappointed watching that game needs to be playing at 6 also I suppose uh, just a point of note Sean Johnson looked very different to Deshaun Johnson of old and in a good way he played this more controlling game at 7 which I've never really seen him do mm. obviously look he still has that like touch of magic yeah, but it's, it's something I've never, but... seen, never seen at the Sharks never seen it before mm. at the Dragons and then we won't see it next week either no, yeah he's that, gone that's true too I'm <laughs> trying to build a suspense until we do the come on yeah, yeah, Jesus yeah, yeah, Christ yeah, yeah. I suppose uh, Josh Corrin is fast becoming my favourite player uh, he's the ultimate plug and play footballer he just absolutely loves it he's brilliant to watch um, Dragons have recruited well like they've brought in some really good players like Francis Molo like not an origin star but was involved in the the um, origin setup last season just I, but I do just kind of get this feeling that it's a strange kind of it's a team that lacks that bit of cohesion and it's kind of like a team of individuals and I suppose the the big turning point in that game was Ravalara's second try which was dubious um, I know they said he mm. kind of maintained possession but it definitely came loose that was kind of the the yeah, real turning point for me yeah not a lot that can be said like I watched it I, if you show if you showed me the um Two twenty minutes without the scores in the top, I'd say oh, the Dragons absolutely whipped the floor with them. But it was a very different game mm. in the middle. Um, I suppose I just had halftime basically. And my stat, my staff, you know, you love this now, you fantasy blokes. So Ravalawa scored a hat trick, but Joshy Corrin still outscored him in fantasy. And there's a there's a staff, yeah. That's that's a that's the. Yeah, that's, the stat, he, that's the stat that's the stat Ravel only ran 10 metres for all that's those the three stat of, that's the stat <laughs> of a man who hand. couldn't find a stat for this game <laughs> um, 
Hopefully easy. Then I promise you the next stat is better. Okay, so we're moving on. West Melbourne, I suppose loads of talking points in this game. 26-16 Melbourne, an absolute horror start for Melbourne. A broken hand, an Achilles and an ACL for Melbourne. They had to grind it out. They always do. I think that is 19 in a row round one games. They've won. Craig Bellamy has not lost a round one game. And but I suppose if West had anything about them they would have won on this easily just had a lion's share of possession I think Storm give away most amount of penalties in the league this weekend West just they're really just not clinical enough five captains and no leaders um, even the ref said it I'll talk yeah. to you to, to Luke Brooks I'm not going to yeah. talk to five no just <laughs> which how does it work like <laughs> it's just yeah look I suppose and Jackson Hastings for me I don't see him in a half I see him more as a hooker he looks mm, big yeah. I think he's 103 kg or that's something that's slim <laughs> that's he's slim I heard three. is very very slim anorexic almost come on give us yeah. put us big guy yeah but put not in big guys a break <laughs> I can play in a half now <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. much slower yeah, control not really, like Melbourne are just <laughs> They're unreal for um, like I say, just great. Jerome Hughes is just it. Craig Bellamy is the ultimate. Yeah. Like get this player, develop him, and he just like Poppenhausen yeah. cut by the wet by West. Like not deemed not good enough. Goes into yeah. Melbourne mm-hmm. program and he's he's like potentially to be the best fullback in the camp. I know he kind of is under a few good names in Turbo and obviously Teddy, but. Arguable, um, they will, however, be buoyed by the return of Harry Grant and Cameron Munster this week, which is great after losing those this those week. training like and Bromwich yeah, as well. He's back from suspension. Few few fellas back from a similar suspension. Yeah. Um, mm. here's there my stat. I promise you, it is the best stat of the night. So this best West basically just had so much possession. I still can't get over how poor they were about it for a professional organisation so shout out to Rugby League Eye Test on Twitter if you don't follow him follow him um, he's created a metric similar to I suppose the expected goals philosophy in association football entitled the Eye Test Expected Points or ETXP and by his metric West had an expected points of 20.65 and Melbourne just 12.17 so it kind of shows you just how much possession and how much good possession West Tigers had and they just don't have that cutting edge. So yeah, there's my stat. It's the best one of the night and I don't care. It's my heel and I'll die on it. <laughs> I, I like the way they use Peachy yeah. in this. I know in the trials he was a bit headless and they didn't know where he was but it seemed like he went out with a with a real um, with a real game plan on how they're going to use him like like he's a real utility player like every time he gets the ball he can do something like and just they have to follow him like uh, Oliver Giddard was alright yeah, well. supposedly too small like but he, he didn't he didn't he didn't shy away from the contact and he had a busy you've got to query an agent if he's bringing you over from the Super League and he recommends West yeah it's not a great landing strip no. is it Unless it's good money to develop on yeah, the players. That's true too. Yeah, look at everything. What? I'd say Josh King as well was impressive for Melbourne. Yeah. With the boys going down, 
he's going to be a, a big big a year for him like and and Xavier on the wing I thought he was we'll quite Xavier to be honest with you given the talent I know he has I think they're going to have to use him a bit more though but he's quite a bit try like and that's what he can do like he just needs to do it more often I think he needs to use, game, use more in yardage situations too as well probably for me yeah, yeah yeah like he's a big boy like so start the sets like uh, Panthers do with Keo like yeah. see how that goes uh, Eels and Titans 32-28 to Eels uh, three late penalties to, to win the game for the Eels I think uh, Moses kicked them all five tries each uh, Eels looked impressive running ball the pack started good like setting platforms for the, for the backs Brown and Moses played well together uh, one thing about that is though when when Russell scored his second try Campbell uh, went in with the knees like they put Brown out the centre put Arder into the into the uh, into the halves and the, the four tries came down Brown's wing like so he was he was in all four tries yeah, and we didn't score a try after that like. <laughs> I think he broken his rib and lacerated kidney or something I had a punctured lung maybe yeah I think Campbell got away with uh, no no uh, no, uh, no suspension as well. Like. Reached out with the so, hand. I think the hand touched the same time. Was kind of what the rule. He was on the ground already. Like he was. He there was nowhere from the goal. Like, and it was before the line. It's not like he came in late it's with like knees Dylan, down like, like last, last, year. last year. Yeah, what Dylan Brown did last year. Like, like that was two totally Makes different uh, tackles. Like, yeah, um, yeah. I think they nearly should have brought a back row into the center. Like, left Brown on the half just see how it went from there like only for the, the three penalties they, w- they were they fucking lost the game Titans look dangerous like their pack their pack is unbelievable I still want to see feed on the ball a bit more and I don't know how you bring him into the game because if he comes in the middle the defence tightens up and he leaves feck all space for front rows like when he leaves like so they're going to tighten up and it's going to be hard out, hard out even for the, the rows even to get front ball but you still want him on the ball like like he's just so powerful when he comes on the ball the whole place goes quiet <laughs> until he does something and then it erupts like uh, Toby had a great game yeah. Sexton controlled the game yeah. very well very impressed with, with losing uh, Brimage I think before half or before the game like um, he really controlled the game and really impressed me like and then Campbell is Campbell everything he does <laughs> he's just dangerous like he, definitely, he get out of the form yeah yeah do that as well like but uh, yeah I think um, Titans look impressive and it was a game nearly that you could have said went either way like I don't know if Eels would be if they lost it they'd be hard but I think Titans are happy enough that they, they put them to the they, they stretched them the we whole game we talked about like. it last week I know the, the, like the fixture list the fact they're going to have to play each other again in what four games like that's that's probably the yeah. best result like w- who's going to be doing the Gutterino next time out exactly like yeah. oh yeah and that was a bit of facial as well yeah. that was class yeah, look, you love a bit of that chance. though I think the two teams from that performance I don't like Titans will go top eight close to I think their pack is yeah their pack is yeah. their pack is very good and their backs their, their centres mm. are massive mm. Like Sammy is a monster of a man. Like very small, like but power, he's fucking power, square power, of a fridge. Absolutely like. power, power, yeah. yeah. So it'll be good to see. And then the last game, 
absolute no. Didn't shortest, need this shortest review of the season, <laughs> folks. The toilet bowl. Bulldogs and Cowboys. Six four. Uh, purists. The Bulldogs were the better team in the day. I think their pack looked good. Uh, they have Davida Pangai come back this week, so it's only going to get better. Avril played with a bit of bite between his teeth. He looked a bit angry, like he was, he was taking on the line. He was, he was running with the ball. I think he was trying to like say, "I am the half for this team." Uh, Burton as well. He was decent. His kicks were good, like big long range kicks. But still, I don't know where he comes into where they're going to play him. Like they're not you. Like he's they're not getting the most out of him in his position. Uh, Cowboys. Oh my god. What do you say? Like their pack. The only good thing about them is they have Nani and Luki. The two seconds. The two edges, like, they're going to be class players. But, like, Holmes, uh, Holmes Townsend and uh, the prop, what's his name? 13. Tamalolo. He's not getting minutes. They're on massive. They're on massive contracts. The salary cap is, is massive. Like, Townsend is on 800. 800 a year. I know he's a, a premiership winning, but he's Arsenal. Yeah, but that was two thousand sixteen. That's eight years. That's six years ago. Six and years ago. That's a Zalto long time ago. Like. Boston that time. Like, like he's, you know I mean, he's not. He's a lucky man to be getting what he's getting, like, which is a bit stupid, like. But uh, I think, and there's too much coming on with uh, Tamalolo and the coach. There's too much in the media, not for it to have. Not to have something behind the scenes. If you're paying that man a million a year, and I people are probably gonna yeah. like berate me for this comment, but he needs to play eighty minutes. And if you don't get the full ten years out of him because you've wore him out, you've done your job. And that's maybe well, yeah, you got your that's not player friendly, but like if he blows up seven years, you, you got, got your, your worth. Like him. you've paid him a million a year you're, to win. You're not friend. trying to extend him for the yeah. ten years. You're trying to get the best years out of him and then let him go yeah. at the arse end of his, it's his a contract. contract. Right here. And send it off, extend it, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, play him, play him at Lucy and play him for eight minutes. Let him play yeah. football. There was, yeah. It came down to disallowed tries in the end. Like, it was two for Bulldogs, one for the Cowboys. And Burton's kick conversion won the game for them, like, from the sideline. What can I say to that? Like, to feck all I Yeah, moving on. Round two. <laughs> yeah, please go. Yeah, right. So we'll, we'll start with the the round two previews kicking off Paddy's day and nine oh five. Crack open that can. In with the bowl of cereal. Oh, the rock show. In with the oh, bowl yeah, of cereal. Uh, Storm bunnies. Obviously, Amy Park. Nine oh five a.m. Perfect time. So Melbourne have gone with Pappenhausen, Dean Arima, Remus Smith, Justin Olam, Xavier Coates. Cameron Munster Jerome Hughes four pack of Jesse Bromwich Harry Grant NAS Felice Cafusi Kenny Bromwich and Josh King and then an inter- inter- interchange of Tepe Moroa Trent Loera Alec McDonald and Tyron Wishart obviously the big name back in for the the Rabbitohs they've gone Latrell full back Alex Johnson pushes back out to the wing Jackson Paulo Campbell Graham in the centres Tane Milne on the other wing and then Cody Walker Lachlan Ilias in the halves four pack of Tavita Tatola Damian Cook Mark McNichols 
Keon, Kalamatongi, Joy Arrow, and Cameron Murray. And then the interchange breast interchange is Jacob Host, Silva Havili, Tommy Burgess, and Michael Cheekham. Um Mass changes obviously for the home side. Brandon Smith broken hand at five weeks. Christian Welps uh, Achilles. George Jennings knee. I don't actually know what it is. I think it might be an ACL. It looks like an ACL, but I don't. I haven't actually heard the full mm, diagnosis. I think it was. Uh, George Jennings is gone for the season. Storm stars obviously. Monster High Grant come back into it after ceremony suspensions. Yeah, Jesse Ramage back after COVID. My God, I can't wait to see Cameron Munster and Jerome Hughes. Jerome Hughes really locked in round one to have taken his game up another level. Um, brilliant, obviously, huge inclusion for the Bunnies. The trail back in full back. First game since round 24 of last season. Blake Taff obviously mm-hmm. still remains sidelined. Um, but yeah. Is he in the reserves? No. No, he's not even in the, in the reserves. reserves. Still, still just not 100%. So. You know, I, I like the this on paper, but I still mm. think uh, the Rabros have a little bit of ways to go to find their identity. I think I think they'll be in the top eight. I, I have no like major fears about them, but I just think new coaching. It's always going to take a bit of time to bed down. Uh, do you know what I thought was brilliant for the Dragons the weekend? Jaden Sua. Like, I thought he was a big loss without. Yeah, yeah. Like, but then I him. like. I like that bench for the Rabbitohs like Jacob Host I don't, like, I don't know much mm. about Jacob Host to be fair other than the trial trial see Vavili always kind of impressed me at the radius he always came in and just was very solid Tommy Burgess we know what he's about yeah. and then I always thought Michael Cheekham never really lived up to his potential at the West like you remember that try against the Broncos where he just ran in from it was like in the like dying embers of a game against the Broncos and he literally just Oh, or like yeah, yeah. unreal try for a for a second <laughs> hole score. Yeah. So I'd love to see him do a jump. But yeah, that's the f- the first game um, I have covered anyway. Paddy's day. Next game, and two is also me. Jesus, shouldn't I give you the selections? Dragons <laughs> Panthers. Okay, so seven a.m. Nestra Jubilee Stadium, Friday the eighteenth. It's also bank holiday as well. It's great to see. Two bank holidays back to back in Ireland. Um, dangerous, dangerous. Fullback Tyrell Sloan, Cody Ramsey, Moses Suli, Zach Loma, Lomax, Michele Rivalawa, um, Habs partnership, Talatau, Amone, and Ben Hunt. Forwards, Francis Moro is obviously in. Andrew McCulloch, Blake Laurie, Jake Board, or Jack Board rather, Jaden Suva, Suva, and then Jack DeBellin at Lucy. Interchange bench of Moses and by Josh Kerr, Jack. Gazieski and the other Burgess, George, um, Penrith Panthers have gone. Dylan Edwards, Charlie Staines, Isaac Tago, Stephen Crichton, Brian Toto, Jerome Luai, and then Sean O'Sullivan. Forwards of Spencer Lino in for the injured Moses Leota, who I think is a big um, loss for the Panthers. Out for about eight weeks. I really like his partnership with Fish. Happy Corso, James Fisher Harris. Lamy Kikau, Liam Martin, Isaiah Yo, and then a bench of Mitch Kenny, Scott Sorensen, Matt Eiselhout, and Jermaine Salmon. So Dragons, I suppose, key outs. Aaron Woods, hamstring. Uh, that's why Francis Moore was going into the front row. Georgie Borges, I was. Uh, Georgie Borges. Um, 
Charlie comes into the bench after playing New South Wales Cup last week and then Tarek Sims remains in reserve grade obviously loads of speculation he is heading off to Melbourne after the injuries that he suffers suppose he's signed for them and he's not going till next year strange I think it's a, there's obviously a lot more to that because I don't think you let an origin player to the calibre of Tarek Sims just walk out that easily um, mm. and then obviously just in the reserve Michael Molo the younger brother of Francis <laughs> Molo is in and there is colossal colossal raps on Michael Molo Francis Molo obviously overcame that uh, tragic incident a few years ago he obviously a tackle he was involved with ended up killing the player and I think the Queensland Cup so he kind of went off the rails and didn't kind of look he's, he's brilliant but hasn't lived up to his potential because of that but huge raps on Michael Molo and then yeah, the only real key out for the um, for the Panthers is Moses Leota. Um, I think he's one of the more underrated players in that squad. I think he's very, very important to their style of play, but he's out for at least eight weeks. Just another big body as well, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. Should Don't know like much. Two, I haven't seen much of Spencer Lino. Um, like he's been good in patches, yeah. but I haven't seen much of him. So I suppose, um, that's my kind of two, two games this week. Um... The next three are yours. So I'll hand it over. Roosters and Manly. So Roosters are gone. Uh, Teddy fullback, Daniel Tupo and Mamoroski on the wing. Billy Smith and Manu in centres. Sam Walker and Keary in the halves. Hagreaves and Collins starting props. Connor Watson and Hooken. Angus Creighton and uh, Tupanua at, at edges. And Randall named at Lucy. Uh, Drew Hutchinson, uh, Fletcher Baker, Nate Butcher, and two, two uh, who are on the reserves. Uh, Mandy, uh, Tommy at the back, Sab and Garrick on the wings, uh, Brad Parker and Morgan Harper in centres, Kiri and uh, Cherry Evans in the halves, Sipu and Martin Tapau in props, uh, Croker at hooker. Alam Akata and Billymore in the edges and Jakey two thumbs at 13. Dylan Walker, Leighton, Kepi and Pasaka in the reserves. Uh, key outs. They have no key outs, so it's, I think it's, un, it's unchanged from the last week. Um, oh, I... Again, I'm not going to panic on the Roosters. I think to be far better this week. But again, Manly, I think will be far better this week as well. So it'll, it'll be a tight, tight game. Uh, Hargreaves might start from, the, start from the reserves and Fletcher Baker might come in at prop, it's looking like. And then you see if Randall, uh, Victor and uh, Billy Smith make it mm. through the week, like, which will be a different gravy altogether then. So it'll be interesting to see what, what team is named at the weekend I uh, I still I still have that in the back of your head roosters have to come good like. yeah yeah, so yeah no, I'd be in agreement with that one um, I think Manly going to struggle again I think it's going to be that whole big tree thing I touched upon um, before like it just they're just they're just fourth <laughs> so mm. yeah that's it like. Uh, Titans and Warriors on Saturday morning at 4 o'clock uh, Titans are going with Campbell Campbell on the fullback and then Sammy and Mar- uh, Marson 
on the wings, uh, Kelly and Herbert in centers, uh, Brimson and Sexton in the halves, uh, Fotu Aka and uh, Isaac Lilua in the props, uh, Hooker is Aaron Clark, Dave Fila and Fermo in the edges, and then Tino on 13, Will Smith, uh, Lizzo, just some of these names lads, uh, Joe Lip and Proctor in the, in the interchange. Don't even know how to pronounce that one. And then Warriors uh, watch at full back, uh, Pompey and Montoya at the wings, Arthur and Barry in centers, uh, Harris Davida and Ash, uh, Ash Taylor mm. in the halves, uh, Fanua Blake and Lodge props, Egan Hooken, uh, Ewan Aiken and Katoa at the edges, and Josh Kirstein at 13, uh, Jazz Davida, Bundy Afo, Aaron Penny and Bailey Searson in the interchanges. It's interesting to see uh, Harris Davida and Ashley Taylor starting in halves it's, where Cody's at the dropping completely to the reserve. It's mad there. though sometimes the, the storylines get thrown at you. Like Ash Taylor at one point was the best paid player in the comp and he's now at an absolute bargain price playing against the side that paid him <laughs> the best. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like just <laughs> Train to trial like from going train to trial to having a contract for the year like yeah. Shout out redemption, then, I suppose. It'd be interesting to see how he goes. Uh, and it's Titans at home, like so. Well, Warriors are up there as well, like for the last two years, three years. But uh, I think the two packs, the two packs, would be an interesting matchup. Like. Big, big bodies, like it'd be some. Ewan Aiken is impressive, going from center into there. He just eats meters, like little. His, some of his runs are real impressive, like. So he'd be one to watch. Uh, that's it. Uh, next game, Sharks and Eels. Half six on Saturday. So Sharks are going with Will Kennedy and a fullback, Katoa and Uvala in the wings, uh, Raymond and Ronaldo in the centres, Matt Moylan and Hines in the halves, Rudolph and Maya Ulala and the props uh, Blake Braley is hooking uh, Brett Nakora and uh, Wilton at the edges and Dale Fanukin starts at 13 Adam Tolan uh, Tala Kaya Hunt and Andrew Fafida in the interchanges and the Eels are going Kent Gutterson at fullback uh, Wonga Blake and Bailey uh, Simonson on the wings, Will Panasina and o- Opax on the centers, uh, Brown and Moses in the halves, Regan uh, Campbell Gillard and Junior Paul in the props, uh, Reed Manny at nine, uh, Shane Lo- oh, Sean Lon and Papalihi in 11 and 12, and Kafusi in a 13. <coughs> Sorry about that. Uh, Mac, Macko, Cartwright, Stone, and Brown make up the interchanges. Uh, I think, yeah, Ryan Madison and Sean Russell are the only ones uh, yeah. out for uh, the Eels, and the Sharks are unchanged from the from the side that they went out last week. Uh, I think the Shark could put something over here, just with them being at home. But uh, I. If the yields come out the way they came out the last uh, last game, it should be a good game. 
I, I think the Eels would be disappointed I had to play against the Titans. And I'm not like picking them up around that, but I think the Eels have set their stall out that they intend to win the comp this year. And if they don't, I think it could be all or nothing for them this season. So Well they went the last two years thinking yeah, they could win so the comp. I, so. I think I think it like it obviously depends on what Eel side shows up, but I think they'll be they'll be out for blood. Yeah. I just think that the Sharks have, a, like they weren't, like they, they, they brought the Raiders close last week, mm. and I think they'll bring the Eels close this week, and they might just, with, with uh, it's given back, like, like in the box, like it'll be different, it'll be a different team altogether, like, and he will be wrapping them up this week, like, so we'll see what that happens. Yeah. All right, next one. Yeah, Ca- Canberra versus the Cowboys, nice of you to, to leave that one off. I think you just didn't want to watch the Cowboys again, but we we'll get to that anyway yeah, so final game on Saturday um, 19th of March 8.35 Queensland Country Bank Stadium Townsville so Cowboys have gone with a starting side of Hamaso Tabau Fidau butchered that Kyle Felt Valentine Holmes Peter Hiku Henry Tuolagi Tom Dearden and Chad Townsend in the halves Jordan McLean obviously replaces the injured Jamin uh, Tanua Brown Reese Robson at Hooker, Cohen Hess, Tom Gilbert, Jeremiah Nanai, and Jason Tamalono. In a change bench of Jake Granville, him, Lukey, uh, Mitchell Dunn, and Griffin Niami. Griffin Niami is a new face, obviously, on Todd Payton's bench. And Cohen Hess, obviously, as well, has been promoted to start inside a prop. Tamalono goes back to lock, and Mitch Dunn pushes to the bench. So, yeah less of the bit the Cowboys the better Raiders have gone with the starting side of Charles Nico Klukstop Nick Cottridge uh, Matty Tomoko Sammy Valame James Schiller um, in again the wing and then Jack White and Matt Frawley in the halves because obviously Brent Schneider has uh, has picked up the COVID pissed off for COVID Um Starting four pack Josh Papali'i, Tom Starling in for the the injured Hudson, um, Joey Tapine again at centre, Hudson Young, Corey Hawira Nara, um, and Elliot Whitehead. Interchange bench, Adrian Trevilian is in for his debut, Emre Guler, Adam Elliot, Corey Horsburgh. So Adrian, Adrian, sorry, Trevilian is obviously replacement hooker. Um, moving up the kind of the depth chart with the injury to Hudson. Look, I big money spent in Chad Townsend, big money going out in Valentine Holmes, big money going out in uh, Jason Tamalolo. Reese Robson, I don't think is exactly cheap either because when he was coming through age grade, there was massive raps on him, and I do like him as a hooker. Cohen Hess is obviously still on on former Origin player money as well. And, uh, just I don't know what's going on with that Cowboys. They need to play Jason Tamalolo for eighty minutes, and I hope they don't start doing it this week. <laughs> Because we could get shocked. We don't tend to travel up too well up to Townsville. So, hoping the Cowboys don't start a resurgence. But I would be uh, anxious. Um, you never know what can happen. But uh, favourites for that would probably be the Raiders. Um, it's different styles though, isn't it? Like, we're gone very mobile. Like, you look at Joey DePine pushing it to prop. 
and then Hudson Young, Corey Wiranara, and Elliot Whitehead are all very mobile uh, forwards. And then Emre Guler, Adam Elliot, Corey Horsburgh, they're not exactly big bo- like big boppers like. Um, yeah, fair. Um, my second game, Knights West, or last game, sorry, Knights West, Sunday the 20th March at 5.05. I can guarantee there's going to be no one in this country watching this game because the 5.05 after double bank holiday uh, into a Saturday. Yeah, going to bed probably. Um, but still, it's actually intriguing enough out fixture. But Donald Jones Stadium, obviously Newcastle, that place will be pumping after that round one victory up in the Hunter. Um, Knights have gone for a starting pack of, oh, sorry, starting backline of Caelan Ponga, Dominic Young from Uddersfield, Dane Gagai, Brabham Best, Enari Tuala, uh, Jay Clifford, Adam Clune, four pack, David Clemmer, Chris Randall, Jacob Saifidi, Tyson Frizzell, Lachlan Fitzgibbon and Kurt Mann, an interchange bench of Phoenix Crossland, Mitch Barnett, Leo, uh, Leo Thompson and Jaria Momase uh, butchered that name as well uh, West Tigers have gone with a backline of Dane Laurie David Nofaluma James Roberts Oliver Gillard, uh, Gildart Ken Mal- Mamolo Jackson Hastings again uh, partners Luke Brooks in the halves four pack of James Tamo Jake Simkin uh, Hooker Stefanio Utokama I think Kelama Tuilagi Luciano Lelua is in the forward pack but he has I think he is a game time decision as such he's still having issues with the with the knee finally, yeah finally injury um, in the trials and then Big Joe Afangawi at Lucy Inter- interchange bench like the interchange bench starts off quite well Tyrone Peachy Alex Twal, Zane Musgrove, and then Alex Seifert. So I suppose big things for the for the Knights. It's the same seventeen to kick off the season with Daniel Seifidi named in the reserves. He's still not a hundred percent fit, but he is due to come back in the squad in at least another week or so. West Tigers obviously welcome co-captain James Tamo back in from suspension. As um, so Alex Twal goes back to the bench and. If rumours be believed, um, and then I suppose Hooker James Simkin is uh is named and is expected to go, but again he could be a game time decision after picking up a, a slight issue with the shoulder against the Storm. It's got to be the Knights, but if the Knights lose this one, it's the same Knights as last year and the year before that and the year before that and the year before that. So, it's a big fixture for the Knights in in round two. Enjoy a Paddy's day. Yeah. That's uh it's all for me. Thank you and good night. to go, eight points all, played to Kiri, he's down the left, short pass Mitchell, beautiful pass to Tupo, into the backfield, gives it to the next goal,
person, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.